Sometimes in the church, we, we're taught by TV preachers especially. I'm not talking about solid preachers. I'm not about crazy people on TV, okay? They, just you name it, claim it, blab it, have it, it's yours. That's really not the way things work. This is more how things work. If, then. If, then. Okay? Now, you didn't have to do anything for Jesus to die for you. He did it on his own. He loves you to pieces. Me to pieces. Amen? And uh, that was all God's plan. But even that, just because he died, doesn't mean you're going to heaven. You have to receive Christ as your Savior. You have to believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to be saved. Yes or no? Is that what the Bible says? So this is more what it is. It ain't, it is you know, this, there's something to this if-then stuff. So I want to look at it today, a verse that really speaks about the nation of Israel, but it also speaks to our country. And I know a lot of people are concerned where our country's at. Well, ain't we been concerned for a while? Say, okay, that didn't just start, did it? Okay. Let's go to this verse. I'd like you to say it with me. It'd be a great verse for you to memorize. You ought to put it at your house somewhere. Write it down. Put it on the refrigerator. I don't care where you put it. Put it somewhere. Memorize this scripture. It's a beautiful scripture. And you're going to see why today. But say it with me if you don't mind. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now, isn't that a great verse? Come on, let's thank the Lord for that scripture. Come on, that's a great scripture. Come on. That's a great scripture. I want to look at that today. Let's look at this scripture today. And this is just me talking in the way I talk. If I'm ever going to get to then i got to do the if. Let's try that again. If I'm ever going to get to then, i got to do the if. And quite frankly, that, that just that little crazy statement I made up there on that screen, that is so much how life is. Like, if you ever going to get a job, you got to get off your butt and go look for one. Is that about how that works, yes or no? You name, you fill in your little if blanks or whatever you want to put in up there. But there's a lot of good teaching right there. Amen. If I'm ever going to get to then, I got to do the if. And that's what this verse starts off with. If, if, if. So, you know how I am with my dictionary. I even look up the word if sometimes. Amen. I'm crazy. So it means on condition that, supposing that, whether I do it or not. Okay. If, that's what if means. So, then, what does then mean? At that time. In that case. Amen? So, if, then. Y'all with me so far? Say. Even the kids are with me. They're like, I know, I get this. Well, that's how I talk. I want the kids to get it too. Amen? Come on. So, if I'm ever going to get to then, i got to do the what? Okay, that's what we're talking about. Keep that in mind. If I'm ever going to get to then... Gary's got to do the if. And that's what this verse teaches. But don't forget, that's what so much of life is about. If I'm ever going to get to the then. Like, I, I want to get me a car. Well, then you need to save your money. Amen? Say, I want to buy me a house. Well, then you better be working and doing. Amen? Come on. If you're ever going to get it. This works in a lot of cases. If, if. Now, let's go with it. We're going to break this verse down. If my people, 
Let's talk about if my people, other scriptures now, that at that time you were without Christ. We were aliens from the commonwealth of Israel. We were strangers from the covenant of the promise. We had no hope. We were without God in this world. Say verse 13 with me. But now, in who? In Christ Jesus, you who were sometimes far off, you're made nigh now, close to the Lord because of His what? Because of His blood, if my people. Now, therefore, you're no more what? A stranger. Because He died for me, He rose for me. Because He loves me, I'm no more a stranger. I'm His people now. You see that? I'm no more a foreigner, but I'm a fellow citizen now with the saints of God. And of the household of God. So if my people, if my people, say that loud with me. I belong to God. One more time. I belong to God. That's what the first part of this verse is teaching. If my people. This verse is a big if-then verse. we got to do some stuff if we're going to get to the then. Amen? So, But if my people, if my people, I belong to God. Do you know that you belong to God? Are you a child of God? Have you put your faith and trust in Christ? Amen? Then this is for you. Come on. If my people, which are called by my name, for this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. See, that's the trouble with somebody trying to get to heaven without Jesus. I'm sorry. The whole family up there bears his name. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Okay? Which are called by my name, the name of Jesus Christ. If any man be in, be in who? Christ. He is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. We've been called by his name. Neither is there salvation, say it with me, in any other name. Basically, any other name. Right out there, you wanted to say it. I know you did. For there is none other what? Name. Under heaven, given among who? Men, whereby we must be saved. We are called by His name. What name? The name of Jesus. Okay, we're in Christ. We're His people because we've come through the name of Christ. That at the who? The who? The name of who? What's His name? Jesus. Every knee should bow. Then no knee is going to be bound any other name in heaven. Yeah, that doesn't sound right, Gary. They're nice people, all these other groups. Say what you want. Any other name other than Jesus is an apostate group. Anybody preaching anything other than Christ, as nice as they might be, we're not talking about nice. We're talking about truth. The truth of the matter is, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Is that correct? Absolutely. So, if my people which are called by my name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, things in heaven, things in earth, things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that who? Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Anybody confessing any other name is not going to bring glory to God. Only His Son. That's why we say it loud here at Fellowship Church. We love Jesus. Amen? Why? Why do you put Jesus and just not God? Because I'm going to tell you what, when we say we love Jesus, that brings glory to God the Father. Amen? Keep looking. For there is one God... And one mediator between God and men, say his name with me, the man who? Christ Jesus. So, whosoever shall call upon who? The who? The name of the who? Lord shall be saved. Amen. Lots of verses like this. So, first thing is, if, if my people, I belong to God, 
which are called by my name. Would you say that with me? I am in. I belong to God. I am in Christ. So who's this verse to? If my people, that's who it's written to, which are called by whose name? My name. Amen? So we're just laying the groundwork, some if-then. So before we get into the verse, so that's the if. If my people, which are called by my name. Now, they've got to do some ifs, and we're going to get to them in a minute. But this is written to his people, which are called by his name. Y'all with me so far? Yes or no? Well, there's an incredible promise here. If my people, which are called by my name, then you got all this. Blah, 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 and then we got to the end down here. It's going to happen at the end. Let's go ahead and get to the end at the end. And then we're going to come back and fill in the middle. You okay with that? Let's go. So if my people, which are called by my name, if we do this stuff we ain't talked about yet, but we're going to talk about it in a minute, then this is going to happen. Then I will hear from heaven. God says, then I will hear from heaven. God is waiting to hear. God is waiting for you to do what he says in this verse. He is waiting for you to do this. He is waiting to hear what you're going to do. This is incredible. That's what he's doing. Wherefore, he is able to save them to the othermost that come unto God by him, seeing, say that last part with me, he ever lives to do what? Make intercession for them. Jesus is right now waiting, waiting to hear from his people, which are called by whose name? His name. Then I'm going to hear from heaven. Okay? It shall come to pass that before they call, before they call. See, he knows when you do the if. Before you even call, I'm going to answer. I'm going to answer. While they are yet speaking, I will hear. But you've got to do the if. You've got to do the if. Y'all with me or not? Are y'all, y'all lost or not? He's, he's lost me. I'm on the if and at the end. He's got me. He's, got me, he's screwed up. Y'all messed up, messed up. Are y'all right? Say. Uh, you don't look all right, but here we go. Jesus said, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Just verses on listen. I'm ready. I'm wet. Well, why'd God let this happen? Why God? Well, ain't God, you, you ain't done the if, Jack. Amen. Say. He is waiting. He is waiting. He says, then I'm going to hear from heaven. But wait a minute. Some other then is going to happen. I'm going to forgive their sin. These are some thens, but we ain't done the if yet. Got it? Say. We ain't done the if yet. It's to my people, which call by name. Then I'm going to do something. What's he going to do? Well, he's going to hear. He's going to hear from heaven. He's waiting to hear. Matter of fact, even before you even say it, the answer's on the way. This is incredible. God says, I will. There's something else going to happen. I'm going to forgive their sin. God is willing to what? Come on, say that loud. God is willing to what? So many people, oh, God can't forgive me. I talked to another gal on the plane. I sit on the front row on a legion. It ain't first class, but Alex tries to get me on the exit row anytime I travel because of my back and my big long legs. And so this time they had me on that front row. And then it's the, the, the uh, I call them stewardesses. I guess the right word is flight attendant now because I still live in the past, I guess. I messed up, okay. Anyway, they're up here. They're, they're Both of them are from Port Charlotte. And one of them is, uh, grew up here. She went to Port Charlotte. I told her we hate Port Charlotte High School, okay. She said, well, we hate Lemon Bay, okay. And I said, well, that's all right. That's all right. I can take it. And it's funny, the guy I was sitting next to is not necessarily a regular church-going man, in my opinion. Okay? I think he's doing good, making a lot of progress in his life. Beautiful. Very successful financially, no doubt about that. But he's the one that told her, this girl said, I don't go to church. Church is not for me. 
sitting right across from me in the little flight attendant seat, right there. This guy said, you need to go to church with him. Here's the guy. You need to go to his church. She says, no, I'd catch on fire if I went to church. I've not heard anybody say it like that. I'm going to catch on fire. She said, she said, matter of fact, I have been tempted to put dry ice in my clothes and walk into church with that smoky stuff coming out. You know, and she said, you've been to a lot of churches. I said, yeah, but you ain't been here. I said, you're going to like me. I'm going to tell you that right now. And they're laughing all around me. But the point is this. A lot of people don't believe they can be forgiven. That's not what this book says. That's not what this verse says. If, 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 I'll forgive. There's a lot of Christians who are called by his name, and they have royally screwed up. But God is waiting to hear, and he's waiting to forgive. Aren't you glad God's not like us? Yes or no? See, we need to be like him. We're creating his image and his likeness. But somehow down here, we got living like the devil, acting like crazy people. God is willing to forgive. Amen? Say, that's who he is. I'll forgive. If we confess our sins, he's what? Faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from what? All what? All unrighteousness. That's a great God. Isaiah says it this way. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sin be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If ye be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. So God wants to do this. He says, this is a big then. I will forgive their sin. Would you say that with me? God is wanting to heal. God's wanting to heal. God's wanting to forgive. God's wanting to to heal. Next thing then, I will heal their land. So... He's here. He'll, he's sitting there ready to hear. This is the big then. The big then. If my people, which are called by my name. Now, we ain't done other stuff yet. We're going to come back in a minute and get it. Because that's the if, 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 if stuff. But we're checking out the then. Because that's going to motivate us to do the if. Amen? Here's the then. He's waiting to hear me. He's sitting on dead ready to hear me. Wants to hear me. He wants to forgive me. He wants to heal me. He wants to heal my land, my house. This is what God wants for me. Come, let us return, Hosea. Let us return unto the Lord, for he hath torn, and he will what? He will heal us. He hath smitten, but he's the one that's going to do what for us? He's going to bind us up. He's going to bind us up. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on in your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Keep looking. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord. Depart from evil. Say that last part with me. It shall be health to your navel and Mara to your bones. God wants to heal you. You following Christ and living for Christ is a healing thing. How many would say, if I hadn't turned to the Lord the way I was living my life, I don't think I'd be alive now. Can I see your hand? Look at that. That's at least a third of this congregation. Okay, so when you when you come to Christ and follow him, there's an amazing healing that's taking place. It's incredible. Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities, my iniquities, who heals all our diseases, who redeems thy life from destruction. That's what we just talked about. Who crowns thee with what? Loving kindness. 
and tenderness. How many, you're not bragging, you're bragging on Jesus. How many would say, God's changed my life, and he changed me from a pretty rough person into somebody who loves and who's kind. I'm just different. I am just a different human being. Hallelujah. Amen? What I'm saying is this, if my people, which are called by my name, now we're going to do this here in a minute. If you do what I'm about to tell you, there's some awesome benefits. He's waiting to hear you. He's waiting to forgive you. He's waiting to heal you. That's incredible. That's incredible. So, but now here's the deal. If I'm ever going to get to then, I got to do the if. So, so far, you ain't done nothing. (laughs) We ain't done it yet. Amen. We ain't done it yet. We got the if. My people, which two? We ain't got the if what they're going to do yet. That's coming in just a second. Then. Now, we've got the then pretty good. We wrapped that then up pretty good. He's going to hear. He's wanting to hear. He's waiting to hear. He's willing to hear. Matter of fact, when you come, he's already, it's already being done. Willing to forgive and going to heal you. Amen? Got it? Yes or no? We good? Now let's go. Here's the if. If. If my people, which are called by my name. If what? If what? You ready? You want to get to then? You want to get to then? Instead of just name it, claim it, throwing some money off from place, you're going to think you're going to get the blessings of God? You're not getting the blessings of God that way. There's more work to it than that. Y'all hear me, yes or no? That ain't popular. It ain't popular. Who wants to do that? Humble yourself. That's number one. If my people, which are called by my name, shall do what? Humble themselves. So I humble myself. The word humble means to be under. To be under. To be a, put yourself under. James says he gives more grace. Wherefore, he says, God resists the who. But he gives grace to the who. The word humble means to put yourself under. Put yourself under. Under what? Under him. Under his authority. You're down. He's what? Up. I call it this way. Hit the floor. Hit the floor. Hit the floor. You hear me pray sometimes. And I'll pray and I'll say, it feels good being down at your feet. When I pray, I don't see myself way up here talking face-to-face with Jesus. Now, you do it the way you want to do it. But I see myself down at his feet, beautiful feet, because he's put all things under his feet, the Bible says. Amen. Say. So that's where I pray, at Jesus' feet. I think that's why people kneel. Why? It's a, it's, a, it's a sign of humility. I'm not saying you have to kneel publicly so we can see that you're humble. I don't get that. I don't, you don't have to do that. But the point is, I think that might be where that came from. Y'all hear me? Humble. If I'm going to get to the then, that he'll hear me, that he'll forgive me, that he'll heal me, I've got to humble myself. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall do what to you? He'll lift you up. This is good stuff. Likewise, you younger, submit yourselves. That word humble has that idea of submission. Likewise, you younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you shall be subject one to another and be clothed with what? A good church, a growing church, a strong church, is not a church that has everybody in suit clothes. It has everybody in humble clothes. By, I mean, you're clothed in humility. I'm not talking about the outward. I'm talking about what's on the inside of you. This will be a very appealing place, and it has been, and it will be better, even better and better, the more we humble ourselves. And that's why some pain I went through a few years ago, it hurt me, destroyed me, killed me. I hated it. But you know what happened out of it? It humbled me. 
it humbled me. And I already thought I was humble. I guess not. <laughs> my brother Terry told me this in tears. One of the greatest things anybody's ever told me in my life. He said, humility is a good thing. It doesn't matter how you get there. Did you hear me? Humility is a good thing. It doesn't matter how you get there. Whether you're at fault or somebody else is at fault, it does not matter. Here's the deal. Did it humble you? Then praise God for that position. Amen? Say, come on. So this is a big part of the if. Okay? Clothed with humility. For God resists the who? Proud. He says it again. He gives grace to the who. It's all through the Bible, guys. Humble yourselves, therefore, in the mighty hand of God, that he may do what to you? Exalt you in what? Due time. Amen. So we're learning about the first one. I humble myself. Would you say this with me? He is my Lord. He is my head. He is my God. Do you see God that way? He's my Lord. It's not just a name, the Lord. Oh, it's the Lord. No. Yesterday, Dabo Sweeney. He ought to praise God yesterday because they lost that game. I'm telling you. But Dabo Sweeney hit the ground. <laughs> that coach. And then he said, Lord, have mercy. We've got to have better care of this ball. We've got to take better care of the ball. Amen? Come on. The point is, though, but the Lord is not just a, just a Lord have mercy statement. The Lord is his authority in my life. Did y'all hear me or not? I'm humbling myself under the Lord. I willingly, what does humble yourself under the Lord mean? I willingly put myself under his hand and under his what? Authority. Not because I'm a freak. It's not because I'm blind. It's not because I'm, you know, I'm in some cult. I'm following some crazy kook. No, 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 no. This is all between you and the Lord. From his word, I choose to put myself under the Lord's authority. Y'all hear me or not? So what does that mean? We're not going to get into all of this, but it means if it says it in the Word, then you're going to do what's in the Word, not what you think. Y'all hear me, yes or no? doesn't mean you're not going to fight it, maybe struggle, but that's where humility comes in. Amen. Say, how many of you, because you humbled yourself, you saw great things happen in your life? Can I just see your hand? Because I humbled myself. I humbled myself. That's beautiful, guys. That's beautiful. Beautiful. That's, the, that's number one. If my people which call by my name shall humble themselves, we're learning the if. That's the first part of the if. Humility. Number two, and what? Pray. This, ain't, this is like for everybody. Can't you believe that or not? You mean I'm going to get the then? And this is stuff regular folk can do. Humble myself? Yeah. Pray. If I pray. Prayer, say this with me. Something I came up with, I think I came up with it. I don't think I read this. I think I used a dictionary in the Bible to get this. But prayer, say it with me, it's what? Humility in what? Do you see prayer as humility in action? That's what prayer is. Prayer is me saying I need help. I can't do this. Me alone ain't going to make it. So it's humility in action. Now, we already know he likes humility, yes or no? That's why these flowery prayers the Pharisees prayed, Jesus couldn't stand it. They stand on the street corner to be heard and seen of men. Does that sound like humility in action? No. Prayer is when I see my inability and I recognize God's what? 
ability. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray. James says you lust. We try every way in the world to get what we want and get where we want in life. You lust and you don't have it. You kill and desire to have it and can't obtain it. You fight in war and you still don't get it. You have not, Jesus says, James says, the Holy Spirit says, you have not because you what? Well, that's too simple, isn't it? Well, it's not that simple because it's got to be predicated by humility. And that's where we struggle. Amen. Say. But if I'm humble and I ask according to his will, he hears me, the Bible says. Amen. Whatsoever you shall ask in my name, in my name... That will I do. But I believe in my name means also in his will. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Does it mean just to name it, claim it, blab it, have it, throw it up, and God's going to catch it? And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be what? Is what you're asking going to glorify the Lord? Boy, that'd cut out a lot of it right there, wouldn't it? Say you know, well, he said if I asked it, he'll do it. Hey, man, but guess what? What you're doing ain't glorifying him. It don't bring any glory to him. It just brings you more big fat wallet, whatever. Think about it. If you ask anything in my name, I'll do it. That's powerful, isn't it? Maybe I'm just preaching to me up here today, but I really like this. Be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer. And supplication. With what? Let your requests be made known unto God. So listen, I'm talking about how do I get to that then? i got to humble myself and i got to pray. Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened to you. For everyone that asks receives. And he that seeks finds. And to him that knocks it shall be what? Opened. This is a promise from the Word of God. Amen? If my people, which are called by my name, what's number one? Shall do what? Humble themselves if they do what? Pray. I pray, baby. Come on. I pray. Why wouldn't I pray? Amen? I like to pray. I used to be the preacher that didn't pray. That was me. I was the preacher that didn't pray. That was Gary Clark. Years ago, I started Fellowship Church. Scared to death. They don't show up the first Sunday opening the building for us. We've advertised all over town. There's no one here to open up the building. We hit our feet face right before the Lord out there on those steps at the high school. Won't long they showed up with the key and opened the building. Whew, that would have been a big disaster. And we never stopped praying every Sunday. I, I meet with men in a truck 14 years later. Why? Because I'm a great guy? No, because I'm a goofball. And I need to pray. I need help. I come on Sunday and I get here, and it's a great way for me to humble myself and to pray. Amen? And now I love praying. You hear me, yes or no? But I didn't do it because I'm a great guy. I did it just probably out of desperation. He's a great God. He'll even deal with crazy people like me. Amen? God's a great God. Thank you, brother. That's right. Amen. Clark's crazy. Amen. Here we go. <laughs> So, if I humble myself, if I pray, if my people which call my name answer, humble themselves and pray, and seek my face. Say that with me. I seek God's face. You see, this is not just throwing something up in the air, guys. There's work to this. 
The idea of seeking God's face, say it with me, is to do what? Desire something strongly. You know what that's like. You know what it is to desire something strongly. Don't you? Yes or no? Whether it's uh, when you were dating or somebody you care about or you love or, or maybe wanting to go see them grandbabies. You know what I mean? you got work going on, but, you, man, you desire that so much, it kicks you in the tail. It makes you get that work done down there at the landing, don't it? Amen? You see what I'm saying? Desiring strongly. God says, do that with me. Have a strong passion for me. A passion for God. This is where we lose people, I think. This is where we lose them. Well, if I humble myself, well, I'm humble. If I pray, well, I prayed. But do you have a strong passion for God? Do you long to, to talk to Him and to be with Him, to seek Him out? This, this is the toughie right here, guys. With my whole heart, I have sought you. Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Or are we trying to get by with it? Or live, live life, you know, by pulling our own bootstraps up? There's a difference here. Don't expect the blessing from God if you're not willing to seek Him. Are you all with me so far? Yes or no? This is what we need as a people, as a family this is what we need as a church. This is what we need as a, as a, as a community. We need this in our nation. That's why we wonder why, why does America seem to go into hell in a handbasket at times. It's because we're not doing this. We'll have a little meeting. We'll get on some courthouse steps sometimes and we'll say a prayer. We'll have somebody like me come down to the county commission and pray. And you think that's going to fix all the county commissioners? Are you kidding me? It's not just on me. It's on us, guys. Y'all hear me? Where your treasure is, there will your heart be. If I treasure Him, my heart will be there. You hear me? Do I treasure the Lord? And I'm not trying to get on anybody. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. If my people, which are called by my name, shall one humble themselves, two pray, and three seek my face to long for me, to come after me passionately, to let me be their treasure. Amen? Seek ye first the kingdom of God, Jesus said, and his what? Righteousness. And all these things shall be what? Added unto you. But we so often these things are our passion. And seeking his kingdom and his righteousness is not our passion. And we wonder, why is the Lord not blessing me? Why are my prayers not being answered? It might not be because you're not praying. It might be because this is not getting done here. I love Psalm 42. As the deer panteth after the water brooks, so pants my soul after you, O Lord. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? Isn't that great? Instead of like dreading the time you're going to stand before the Lord. Looking forward to the time you're going to stand before the Lord. Is that a difference? Yes or no? I think most people probably dread that idea that they're going to stand before the Lord one day. That's not the way we have to live life. We can, we can wake up every day hoping He comes today. 
We can wake up every, and if we go to bed every night, if I don't wake up in the morning, Lord, I look forward to seeing you. You hear me, yes or no? Try that. Try what the Bible says here and see if it won't change your life. Amen? And you're going to sleep a lot better. I seek God's face. So I humble myself. I pray. I seek God's face. But wait a minute. We're not done. If my people, which are called by my name, now the ifs, shall humble themselves and pray and seek God's face, uh uh-oh, and turn from my wicked ways. Y'all hear me or not? Now you know why TV preachers get so much money. Their way's easy. Right? Yes or no? Send us a check, get you a little hanky, get you some oil. I know you might not like me saying that, but I'm going to say it anyway. I don't hear this a whole lot. How about don't send me a dime Do you do all this that I'll be off television this evening? This is tough right here. This is hard. Turn from my wicked ways. That's if I want God to hear me. That's if I want God to forgive me. That's if I want God to heal me. That's a pretty good deal, though. Now, it's been a progression. Turn from my wicked ways. See, guys, so often we try to turn from our wicked ways and we can't. We can't. It's so hard. We're bound in addiction. We're bound in struggle, not knowing that we matter, that we don't have any value. And it's so hard to change life. Because we've lived it so long. But this is a progression. God's trying to teach us something today. You don't just up and turn from your wicked ways. You tried. How many tried and failed? Can I see your hands? Come on, be honest. You tried and failed. I'm miserable at it. I'm very strong-willed, in case you haven't noticed. That's why I don't drink. If I drank, I'd be a drunk. I know. I can't. I ain't going to do it. Amen. Say. Same thing with pot and all that. I mean, I would be bad. You're looking at a bad man here, okay? (laughs) Here's the point. How do you do it? Before you get to step number four, I'm telling you, turning from your wicked ways, it's been a progression. I humble myself under God's authority. God's authority. God says this is not right in my life. God says this is not right in my life. This is his authority. I'm putting myself under his authority. I don't care what grandma said or anybody else said. This is not right. It's sin. I put myself under God's authority. I pray because I can't do it. But he can. God's ability. God's ability. It's a progression. Number three, I seek. I seek. I have a passion for him. I know that he can deliver me. I know that he can help me in my problem. I know he can do this. Amen? But it's a progression. And then then I turn from my wicked ways. You've got to have strength to turn. Amen? Say you can hear it on a Sunday morning and feel bad about sin by listening to me sometime and go out here and you are determined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talked to a guy a couple of weeks ago. He's uh, got a, a Coke addiction. Comes here and listens to me. Good, I want him here. Amen. And he was clean for two weeks. And I congratulated and loved on him. I'm proud of him. I'm excited. I'm happy for him. Came back. I missed him a couple of weeks. But I've got a relationship with this guy. And he says, I said, how you doing? Straight up, talk to me. He said, well, to be honest, I I fell back. But four days again. And that's good. But here's the point. 
it's hard to do it on your own or in your own strength without getting, getting these other steps down. Did I lose you this morning? Okay, guys. The word turn from my wicked ways is the word repent. It means to turn. But how can you turn? How can you turn if you don't humble yourself and pray and know that he can do it? And number three, your passion is toward him now more and it's not towards this addiction or whatever you're going through. Got it? Yes or no? Okay. Following the progression enables me to see clearer my path of destruction and error. This progression lets me see clear, not so much, well, I love this. Oh, I want to do this. I want to stay in it. It lets me see clearer my path. And, guys, this is something I have to do for me, and I don't always get it done. For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is what? Ever before me. Against thee and thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when you speak and be clear when you judge me. Getting to that place in our life that we see sin as God sees it and we turn from it, knowing that he has every right to judge me because I am not right. There's power there. Psalm 51.10, create in me a what? A clean heart. O God, and renew a what in me? A right spirit within me, Lord. So, turning from my wicked ways. Restore unto me the what? Joy of thy salvation. I want all that you have for me, Lord. I want all that you have for me. I want you to hear me. I want you to forgive me. I want you to heal every part of Gary Clark. I'm not just talking about physically. I'm talking about all the screw-ups in me. God wants to do that for you. Amen? Say And uphold me with your free spirit. Keep looking. So would you say about turning from our wicked ways? Say it with me. I see it. I own it. I turn away from it. And I follow God's path. We're talking about getting from the if to the then. I hope I haven't driven you crazy. It's one verse in the Bible. It can't be that complicated, okay? I turn from my wicked ways. So let's look at the verse again. If my people, we talked about that, which are called by my name, we know who those are. That's us. We'll do certain things that I'm going to hear, I'm going to forgive, and I'm going to heal. And so far, we've seen I humble myself, I pray, I seek his face, I have passion toward him, And I turn from my wicked ways. Okay? So if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek God's face and turn from their wicked ways, say it with me. God will what? God will what? Forgive and God will what? Heal. Push me, Raj. Real change begins with me, guys. That's where it begins. It begins with you. I can't change you. I love you. I want this place to be a place where we love Jesus and we love people. Why? Because Jesus is the only one in here that ain't screwed up. We need him. And I want this place to be a place that we can love. Why? So that we can be healed. So we can be saved. Amen? That's what. That's the beautiful thing about church. Why in the world do you go to church? Because that's what we're all about here. Amen? Beautiful, beautiful. If then, if then. And I'm done this morning. Beautiful, Rods. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Amen. I could go on and on and on. Amen. Did you get the verse? If then. You think you're just going to get everything? 
By just saying it? Yes or no? No. There's a lot of work to do. I think our nation could use this. And I started thinking about it, but you know who could really use it? Gary. Maybe you can too. Amen. Let's stand together. Come on. Thank you, Mike.